Hi there, welcome to Mosaic's Portable Talks podcast. My name is Andrew Karam and I'm the pastor of Mosaic and I'm excited to share with you this podcast series on prayer. We get to hear from different people from the Mosaic community who are practicing different kinds of prayer and I hope this inspires you to learn new ways of praying and to be encouraged to experience God for yourself. Thanks for joining us. Well, I am here with uh, my dear sister, Gloria Jones, who is an elder at uh, Mosaic Intercultural Church London, and uh, we are going to talk about prayer. So uh, just to get to know each other, or to give you, I guess, a chance to get to know Gloria a little bit, uh, we're going to start with this question. Gloria, where were your parents living 10 years before you were born? Well, you know something? That's a good question. They still lived in Chatham, uh, Ontario, so we're in the province of Ontario. And if I'm remembering what my mother said, 10 years before I was born, they lived in a duplex on Wellington Street in Chatham, Ontario. That's fantastic. A duplex in Chatham. Um, And how do you describe Chatham to people that don't know it as a town? Chatham is a small town. The main street is basically one long street, King Street. The main highways were number two and number four. Uh, where we lived was called the uh, east side of Chatham, which was the area that more predominantly black people lived. Um, there were some whites that were in that area, but it was where most of the black population in Chatham lived. The black churches were all within walking distance from where I lived. The school was in walking distance from where I lived and downtown probably took you 10 to 15 minutes to walk there. Okay. How about that? Thank you. All right. So um, in terms of prayer at Mosaic, uh, can you just describe the the rhythm of prayer that you're involved with, with the church? Because you're regularly part of the noontime prayer, right? Yes. Um, So my involvement with the noon prayer, well, first I started the morning prayer because I tend to be up so much during the night that sometimes it was just clockwork to get up in time for that. Um, And when I started doing a noon prayer, it was because it fit my own schedule easier. So I tend to go into one of the spare bedrooms so my husband can watch either boxing or cricket and not be interrupted by our prayer time. And I prepare myself emotionally before I go into the prayer room. So I start with my own mind prep of communicating with the Father through my spirit and and his spirit thinking of things that are surrounding me, whether it's something that I'm watching or something that's experiencing in our own family, uh, what's weighing on my spirit. And I think of those for a moment or so before I go into prayer. Um, I think about what's coming up in that week. So if it's a Monday morning and we've just had service that Saturday, what is fresh in mind for prayer will be then. But if it's closer to the midweek, My focus will be on meetings coming up in the service on Saturday. So my thoughts will go there as I'm mentally preparing myself. What is it that is weighing on my heart to go before God in prayer? Yeah. Thank you. So how how long are the noontime prayer sessions? Normally 15 minutes. They have the odd time might go over a little more if the, need for prayers time-wise is greater than what would 15 minutes allow, but normally about 15 minutes. 
And how does that time break down? Like how, how does, how do you spend those 15 minutes? Opening in prayer, um, inviting the Holy Spirit to kind of speak and intercede and what needs to be prayed for. I, I rely very much on the fact that I know he knows what I'm going to ask for before I ask it. And so for prayer, for me, it really is a step of faith because I also believe you have not because you ask not, even though he knows he wants us to ask. It's almost like I will always ask my children, do they need anything? Um, and it's up to them to let me know, but they don't need to wait for me to say, mom, can you do this? So as a parent, I know that I'm in his image and However good a parent I am to my kids, he is more than that type of a parent to me. So I treat him in the same manner that I would want my children to treat me or I treat them. So I go to him and say, okay, God, I can't handle this. Or Lord, I need some wisdom or guidance. Or Lord, this is a little more than I can bear. Or Lord, I thank you for all that you've done. So that's how I tend to prepare where I'm going in prayer. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, and how have you experienced God in these noontime prayers? Sometimes they're a lifesaver. Sometimes it's um, a time to reflect on where he's brought me from. What's happening around that time frame into our own family and my own life. To be able to reflect on where I'm at emotionally, even mentally or spiritually. So it is a time of reflection, a time of giving thanks or a time of acknowledging, Lord, I, I need some help in this area or we're sharing what's on my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And um, I was just, I was just, as you were saying that I was thinking about um, the testimony that somebody shared on Saturday night um, this past week, right. About a prayer, something we had been praying about in our, in our morning and, and uh, noontime prayers back in maybe a year ago right? About mm-hmm. uh, somebody's friend who was having a hard time getting pregnant. And then we, we heard, you know, a year later that I really had that this, this person who was not able to have kids now has a really healthy child that was born biologically and, and through natural processes. And it's like, wow, that's a pretty powerful demonstration of God's miraculous power. Next question. So how would you like to be growing in prayer? Wow. I think that depends on the format. I say that because last weekend when I attended the women's retreat, something happened in that retreat that I wasn't certain how well it sat with me. And that was that they took time in the retreat to speak in the prayer tongue purposefully. And while I have experienced speaking in the prayer tongue, I've always made it a practice not to do it for the sake because I can do it, but to do so when I have felt the Spirit leading me to pray. Because my my whole feeling about that prayer language is when I don't know how to word what I need to have God hear from me, and I'm not able to put into words for whatever those reasons might be, is when I would go into my prayer language. But to do so for the sake of doing it, I kind of struggled with it. Just because I can, I struggled with it. And so I think for me, I think that I need to be more comfortable in using the freedom of that prayer language. It wasn't something that I struggled with for years 
before recent, before these last five years, because it was more readily acceptable and more readily done. And so you weren't the only one in a prayer room speaking in tongues in prayer, with Mosaic being so relatively new to that whole concept, it's not something that I found myself free to do. And I don't think I realized how much freedom I'd lost until placed in that position on Saturday. So I think if I, if I were looking to do anything different or grow in, that, in my prayer life, it would be in that realm to find the freedom that I once had to just use the prayer language because I can and not necessarily wait, okay, God, this is where you're laying in my spirit to do so. Right, right. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. My, my prayer is that God will give us uh, greater freedom to pray in the spirit and that that will come with a lot of joy and strengthening the whole community through that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you.